0: Well, praise the Lord, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Kina's Corner Podcast. I am your host, Prophetess Sakina Moore, and I am so glad that you joined us on today. You know, my purpose is to encourage, empower, and inspire you to trust God and to stand on his word. One of my favorite scriptures comes from the book of Proverbs. is found in chapter number three. It's actually verse five and six. And it says to trust in the Lord with all thine heart and to lean out to thine own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. It's time that we truly begin to trust God and to stand on his word. So with that being said, I hope you're ready. Grab your Bibles. Let's go. So on today, we're going to be talking about faith. What is faith? Amen. We always hear that we have to have faith in God. But what is faith? So if you have your Bibles, we're going to be in the, chapter of the, uh, the 11th chapter of Hebrew. And we're going to start with verse number one. And um, we're going to take our time with this. So I don't know how far we're going to get today, but we're going to take our time. So what is faith? What is the definition of faith? When you look at the word faith, the Greek word for faith means pistis. And also the verb form means pisteo, which means to believe. Faith means to believe, have firm persuasion, firm conviction. Hebrews 11 and 1 tells us, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hope for, and the evidence of things not seen. When you read this particular text in the Amplified, it says, now faith is the assurance, the title confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guarantee, the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by physical senses. So when we think of faith, Faith is not what you can see. Faith is beyond the natural realm. It's beyond our physical eyesight. So if I'm sitting here and I want to pick up a glass of water or my reading glasses and they're sitting right in front of me, well, I don't have to have faith to pick those up because they're right there in front of me. I can see them through my natural eyes. So with my physical eyesight, it gives me the sense, the evidence of material things that's right in front of me that I can grab and I can see. But faith deals more of on the invisible side, the spiritual side, things you can't see. When you look at fate, fate doesn't comprehend in the natural realm. Faith moves beyond the natural and moves into the spiritual. So it says now faith is the assurance, a title deed confirmation in the natural realm. If you ever bought a house or a condo, or even if you go in and put an application in for an apartment, uh, apartment they're going to give you some type of document, some type of deed that gives evidence that you have the authority to live or take possession of that particular space, that dwelling place where you're you're at. So that's on the natural side. Our faith in God gives us the assurance that God is going to work out things for us on our behalf. If we can see it, then that's not faith. Faith goes beyond our natural eyes of what we can see. It deals with more of the divine of things that we can't see. We don't have to have uh, if you when you get paid every Friday, you don't have to have faith to know that your job is gonna deposit your check into your bank account every Friday, unless something crazy happened and your check not there. You don't need to have faith for that. You know, if you go into the job and you work forty hours a week, they're gonna deposit whatever you, that you're supposed to earn into your bank account. You know it's going to be there. You don't have to have faith for that. That's something that you know in the natural realm that's going to be there already. So when we look at faith, we faith deals with more than the natural. That's why Jesus told us that we got to have faith in God. Faith moves mountains. We can. We have the ability to speak to things and command them to be moved. It says in Matthew, uh, Mark eleven twenty two. Assure I solemnly say to you that whoever says to this mountain, "Be thou lifted up and thrown into the sea," and do not doubt in his heart, but trust in God's unlimited power. But believes what he says is going to take place. It will be done for him in accordance to God's will. So when we first have faith, we have to believe. We have to trust. We got to rely on God. We got to place all our hope and our confidence in God. So many times we place our hope and our confidence in everything else. But when it comes to the spiritual things, when it comes to God, all of a sudden we lose our hope. All of a sudden we don't have faith. We begin to doubt, but we got to place our trust in God, glory to God. We can't doubt. We got to believe that he is going to do it. It is what things? It says the things that are in according to his will. God has a will, his purpose, and a plan for for you and your life. And you got to trust God. In every area of our life, we got to trust God. If we're sick in our bodies, we got to trust that God is going to heal us. We got to stand and hold fast to the word that says, "I'm by his stripes, I'm healed. But so many times we miss out on things that God wants to do in our life because of our unbelief because we don't truly trust him, because we tend to doubt him. Some days we're up, some days we down, some days we believe, some days we don't. We got to get to the place in our life that we are assured that we trust God no matter what. When our back's against the wall, we got to get to the place where we trust God glory to God. God is here and he's available to do the things that we need to do that we that he uh, we're seeking for in our lives but we got to trust him. Glory to God. So it says faith comprehends what we cannot experience in the physical sense. Fate deals with the supernatural senses. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but it's been some times where my back is was against the wall. And I had to trust God. Glory to God. It's been times where I was behind on my mortgage. Ten. $11,000 behind and I had to trust God. I had to stand on his word. I had to stand on his promises. I had to look past the physical and what I seen through my natural eyes. And I had to trust God and to believe for the supernatural glory to God. Every time I got a notice in the mail that says I owe, every month that balance began to creep up and to go up a little bit higher. But I didn't focus on that note that I got that said I'm behind. What I focused on was God's promise. What are God's promises? He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you. That all means everything. So if I have a need, my I need my mortgage to be paid. Guess what? If I continue to seek God, guess what? He's going to supply all my need according to his riches and glories through Christ Jesus the word tells us that all things are possible for those who believe so in order for me to receive and to bring things from the uh super uh from the spiritual to the natural i have to trust and believe god and stand on his promises so when i got those notices in the mail i didn't ignore them because the notice was true it was correct But I had to trust and believe that God will make a way for me. And guess what God did? I can't count the times that I've got so many supernatural financial breakthroughs when I needed them the most. Glory to God. So we got to have faith in God. We got to look past what we see. We got to look past the natural. We got to look past what's in front of us. And we got to... Trust and believe God that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. Because he's going to do it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We have to be willing to rely and trust God. What is trust? Placing all our hope and our confidence in God. The word tells us that with of uh, In verse number six, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. So first of all, in order to please God, we must have faith. We must trust that he is going to do the things that he said that he's going to do. We have to trust God. Faith is the connecting power. That connects to the spiritual realm, which links us to God and makes the tangible, makes the spiritual things become tangible in our reality. Glory to God. Faith is the a basic ingredient of our relationship with God. In order for us to receive salvation, we receive salvation by faith. We trust and believe that when we repent and give our life to uh, Christ and we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we trust and believe that when we do leave this earth, that we're going to have eternal life, right? So if we trust God with our soul, why we can't trust Him with our money? Why we can't trust Him when we're behind on our bills? Why we can't trust Him in our relationships? Why we can't trust him when we're sick in our bodies? Why we can't trust him to send us our husband? We, trust, we say we trust God, but do we really trust him? Or do we rely on ourselves? Or do we just trust him in some areas and then in other areas? We're like, you know what, God? I'm going to take care of this one. I just need you to handle these over there and I'll take care of this one. Now, God wants us to trust him in everything. In every area of our life, God wants him to trust him. why? because sometimes we get it wrong when we try to handle things ourselves and I know I've got it wrong many times, trying to figure it out and handle things myself because at one time I was like, you know what God you know I you know you just take care of this over here and i I take care of this right here and that's what we say sometimes to God when we don't really trust Him. We, well, I don't want to bother God. We're not bothering God. God wants to talk to us. He wants to have a relationship with us. He wants to prove himself to us. But we got to have faith. We can't doubt. We have to trust him. Glory to God. Hallelujah! We got to trust God. We got to throw everything in. We got to get to the point where we truly say, God, not my will, but your will be God done. We got to get to the point where we look past what we see. We got to get to the point, no matter how we feel, we're going to trust God. I know uh, years ago, when my back was against the wall, and I was like, Lord, I trust you. But then when that clock got to winding down, and I had bills due, and the bill was due at 11.59 on the dot, it was time that I went out on my own instead of trusting God. I remember one time that I got a payday loan. Then, And they are of the devil, because they'll have you in more debt and in more trouble than you was when you first got them. And I got a payday loan. And then something happened with my bank account. I had to get a payday loan to pay that payday loan. Then I ended up getting another payday loan. Now here I am with three payday loans. And then one day I get my check, my whole check gone for payday loans. Guess what? God allowed it to happen. It put me in a position where I had no choice but to trust him. See, sometimes we say we trust God, but we found out how much we really do trust him. Glory to God. Because when we trust God, we wait on him. And see, that's a lot of times that's so hard for us sometimes. It's that waiting. Waiting doesn't mean the now. Sometimes it just means not right now. Sometimes it means you're not ready. Sometimes it means I need to work a little bit something in you. I need to do a little bit uh, work some bad attitude out of you. I need to fix some things on the inside of you. And the, the God allows us to be tested And to go through different trials. So we can be fit for his purpose and his plan. But so many times we get so tired of waiting. When we're at that threshold. God. God when you gonna come. Lord I've been waiting a long time. And what we do. We get out and go before him. We waiting on God to send us a husband. We've been waiting three, four years. And then we get tired of waiting. We've been waiting six months. We get tired of waiting. And then soon somebody come by. Here we go, falling into the same trap again. We got to wait on God. And we do that by placing our trust and our confidence in Him. We do that by having faith in Him, trusting God knows what's best for us, He's our Creator. And if he's our creator and he created us and he's our father, he loves us. He knows what's best for us. But so many times we want to get in the way. We want to get in the way and we want to, we mess everything up. And then we want God to fix our mess. Since we can't wait on God, we get ourselves in all type of relationships and stuff. And then when they go sour or, 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 or to the left. Lord, get me out of this. If you just get me out of this, I promise I won't get myself in nothing else. And then here you go. A little while later, you back in some mess again. We got to trust God in every area of our life. Glory to God. God wants to be uh, our Lord and our Savior. We trust Jesus to be our Savior. But when we're going to let him be Lord of our life? When someone is Lord, that means they're in control. That means you submitted to their authority. You submitted to their power and their authority. See, so many times we're not really submitted to God's authority. Because if we did, if we truly were, we would trust Him no matter what it looked like. No matter how hard it gets. Nothing in this Bible says it's gonna be easy. But it did say many of the afflictions of the righteous. And guess what? God will deliver you from them all. So everything that you're dealing with and that you're going through, guess what? Jesus has already went through it in the Bible. There's so many stories without the Bible. If we get in the Word, we can read this Word every day and find something that deals with our situation, that encourages us. But we have to trust God. We got to place our hope and our trust in Him. Glory to God. We got to get to the point where we truly trust God with our hearts and not with our mouth. See, so many times we just give God lip service and we say we trust him. But we really don't because our actions dictate and tell us that we really don't trust God. We might say, well, why do you say that? How are you going to say it that I really don't trust God? Well, your actions, the things you do, show if you really trust Him. When you get out of God's will and start doing stuff on your own, you don't trust Him. Why? Because you're not waiting. When you can't wait on Him, you don't trust Him. Why? Because you're getting out of His will doing things on your own. You're trying to figure it out on your own. You're leaning onto your understanding instead of God. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thy own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your path. Guess what? God wants to direct our path. He wants to give us wisdom. He wants to give us instruction every day. But guess what? He can't do it if we don't allow him to. We got to allow him to direct our path. He's not going to force his uh, his self on nobody. We got to allow God to direct our path. And we can't allow God to direct our path if we're leaning on to our own understanding. And I know some of us, we've been to school and we got a lot of certificates and we got a lot of degrees. And we got, you know, are we in school and I know we've learned so much. But sometimes we got to unlearn some things glory to God because we get to trusting in ourselves and our book knowledge and what we think we know instead of trusting in God because we have in order to please God we got to have faith and we can't do that if we're leaning to our own understanding what's leaning to your own understanding trying to figure out stuff and do stuff your way instead of God's way how many have ever done stuff your way and you thought you heard from God and you realized that you didn't? Because sometimes your spirit is overriding God's spirit. You speak a lot. You speak into yourself louder than God. You don't yourself that God is speaking, but it's really you speaking because you want to hear what you want to hear. So many times we want to hear what we want to hear and we want the answer we want. We, it's our spirit overriding what God trying to tell us. And and since we're doing it, he's like, you know what, let me just step back. and When she get ready to listen to me, when she get ready to allow me to direct her path, when she get ready to let allow me to give her instruction and direction, I'll do it. You going left and God keep trying to say, go right. You coming up to, you driving down the road and it's a stop sign. And God keeps saying, stop, 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 stop. And you running that stop sign. And guess what? You just run a stop sign after stop sign, and then guess what? You have a wreck. And that's what we do. We When we're going and doing things on our own, it's like we're driving down the road and we're just flying through stop signs until we have a wreck. And then when we have a wreck because we're not listening to the Spirit of God that's inside of us, we, Lord, why did this happen? Why me, Lord? And he said, you know, ask yourself why are you you put you in that situation because you were not listening to me. I kept trying to tell you to stop. I gave you a sign. You didn't pass three yield signs. You keep running through them stop signs. The signs was there. I kept trying to tell you, but you kept going. And sometimes it's needed. Sometimes we got to have a spiritual wreck. We got to have a spiritual wreck in order for God to get our attention sometimes for us to slow down. Sometimes we're doing a whole bunch of stuff, but we really ain't doing nothing. So we got to have faith in God. We got to place all our hope and our confidence in Him. We have to believe. We got to believe that God is who He says He is we got to believe we got to stop relying on ourselves we've got to stop trusting in ourselves we got to stop doing things in ourselves and for ourselves we got to trust god see when we trust god when you get to the point where you truly have faith in god and you truly trust god faith produces obedience When we get to the point where we truly trust God, we start being obedient. James 1 and 2 tells us, 1 and 22 tells us to be ye not doers of the word, but it says, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Some of us, we deceive our own selves. Why? Because we're not being a doer of the word. Are we doing everything God has told us to do? Or are we making excuses? What has examined ourselves and say, God, what have you told me to do that I haven't done yet? I'm sure we can think of some things that God has told us to do. Last week, the week before, six months ago, a year ago, some years ago. God has told us, gave us instruction and told us something to do and we ain't did it yet. We're not being a doer. We're just being a hero. We're deceiving our own self. God, was that really you? <laughs> Is that what you really want me to do? Well, he keeps bringing it back to you. The devil don't want you doing nothing for God. He glad you're not doing and walking uh, and doing what God told you to do. He glad you're uh, delaying and you laid back and kick back and you, you, you're not walking in your purpose. As long as you're not doing what you supposed uh, God called you to do, he's he satisfied. Why? Because he knows that you're out of a line with what God has for your purpose. So we have to be a doer of the word. Faith produces obedience. In verse number seven, it says, "But by faith, With confidence in God and his word, Noah, being warned by God about the events not seen in reverence, prepared an ark of salvation for his family. By this act of obedience, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness, which comes by faith. So through Noah's obedience, he was able to save his family. God told Noah he was going to destroy the earth and to build an ark. And with his obedience, he was able to save his family. You got to have uh, faith to uh, uh, to walk in obedience. Just imagine if Noah would have been like, oh God, I'll do it next year. I'll do it next month. I'm going to start next week. What if Noah had all the excuses that we had? And then when God caused it to rain 40 days and 40 nights upon the earth, him and his family was destroyed because he didn't have faith. He didn't trust what God spoke to him. He had faith. He believed. We have to believe. It says by faith in verse 8. Abraham, when he was called by God, obeying by going to a place which he was to receive an inheritance and he went not knowing where he was going. Sometimes faith will cause you to go somewhere that you may not even know where you're going. God wants us to just obey him. Sometimes he may tell us something and he may not give us all the instructions. But guess what? We got to go. We got to obey him. Once we make take one step forward and start obeying God, He'll do the rest. But what we want, we want God to give us all the instructions up front, tell us everything up front, cross all the eyes, uh, cross all the Ts, dot all the eyes up front, so we can make a mess of everything. And some of us, if God showed us everything and gave all the us the instructions up front and showed us all the trials we were going to go through, we probably wouldn't even be doing what we're doing now. But we got to have faith. We got to believe God. When he tells us to do something, we got to obey him. And we got to be quick to obey him. We miss out on so many things God wants to do because we're not obedient. We're asking God to bless us and to enlarge our territory and to do this and that for us. And he said, I'm trying to. But every time I tell you to go here, you tired, you sleepy, your leg hurt, your back hurt, you got a headache, you this, you that. I'm trying to get you to your promise, but I can't get you there because you so focused on the natural instead of tapping into the supernatural. We got to... We got to do better. We have to believe God. We have to trust him. We got to place all our faith in him. Even verse 4, it says, By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain. We got to trust God. We got to believe forward to God and I'm gonna get ready to stop right here because there's just so much more and I'm not gonna be able to get to all of it today but the first thing was faith produces obedience we gotta have faith so we just laying the foundation of faith on today we're gonna go into more deeper uh details on faith so I hope something was said on today that encouraged you that empowered you and inspired you to just believe Just believe God's word. Whatever God has said, whatever he has spoken to you, whatever he showed you in a dream, whatever he showed you in a vision, just believe him. Trust him. Stand on it. Hold on to it. Don't let go of it. When you get to uh, times where you feel like you just don't know, just remember what God has told you. Amen. Glory to God. Hold on to it. And wait on God. He's going to do is everything that he said he's going to do. We're in a time where God is accelerating us and he's speeding up things. And he's doing the supernatural things. Well, thank you for tuning in today. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you haven't done so already, be sure to follow the ministry on all social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook at Sakina More Ministries. We're on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Sakina More. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Food and the Word Network. We're sure you're going to be blessed. Until we meet again, grow in faith. Be blessed.